<laughs> Miggity mic, Miggity mic, Miggity mic. You are now tuned in to the Mind Wanderers podcast, the podcast where we wander and explore the world around us. I'm your host, Timmy Chatelou, and this is episode 13. Uh, 13. And welcome back to the Mind Wanderers podcast episode 13. Thank you for joining me. I am still your corona free host, Timmy Chesselou, and I hope you guys are corona free too. <laughs> so um, I just want to start off the podcast saying a big thank you to Jide who joined me for my last episode which was all about growth, power and understanding during the lockdown. A really good discussion with a fellow Mind Wanderer, Jide is in the creative arts industry and in the last episode gave some really good advice, managed to drop some jewels with me and if anything we touched on everything from the universe can be found in a grain of sand to US law stopping pharmaceutical companies from having liabilities during vaccine trials. So there was a lot to unpack in that previous episode, but I'll definitely say you guys should check it out. So that was Growth Power and Understanding, which was episode 12. Uh, for all you new listeners, if this is your first episode for the Mind Wanderers podcast, welcome. This is a podcast where I just take random topics ideas themes and literally just take a wonder with them and try and learn something new so you guys can maybe take that on in your life and become more well-rounded individuals and also i just like to talk so that is just another reason why i have an episode but truth be told i was actually really struggling for a topic for this episode i was looking through the list i had already written up i have it on excel i was going through it i would normally tick them off but this time i was just really struggling for an idea and I just basically said you know what I'm gonna go with my gut I'm just gonna come in start speaking but literally just before I decided that I had another quick look at my list of topics and ideas and I saw one that said guts and brains and that then led me to a little story that I'm gonna tell you guys so I think it was about last year or two years ago February um, I have two younger sisters who are very much into the voice if you don't know the voice I'm just going to play a little snippet yes that voice and they are really really into it so for their birthday in january we managed to get them tickets for the voice and with this ticket it is on a first come first serve basis meaning that if you get there too late you might not get in so where i have the honor of taking my sisters i was actually kind of looking forward to it i it was kind of like a bonding activity for me and my sisters anyway and they're really excited for it so the day comes about now we're in line from 8 30 doors open at about 10 30 we're in line from 8 30 till about 11 and i remember it was really cold this day and around 11 15 we then find out that we're not actually going to get inside so we had waited from 8 30 all the way to 11 15 just to get so near the door to then be told that we're not going to be able to be part of the show today so my sisters are really upset i'm trying to console them they're not having it i'm just begging them please let's not make a scene but 
I luckily managed to get them back on the train home. So on the train home now, I was sat opposite a woman in about her 50s and she looked really dressed up and she saw my sisters and she asked me why they so upset and I explained the whole situation to her. And so we then got into a conversation. Eventually, I asked her where she off to, what is she doing? Uh, it was a Saturday, 11, uh, like 11.30 by this point and she was really dressed up and she said, oh, I'm going to my graduation and that just really like struck me just like whoa you're going to your graduation in your 50s not saying that you can't but you don't tend to see a lot of people like that so I asked her what are you what was your degree in? and she informed me that she was doing nutrition and so around that period the podcast was still very much an idea in my head I was still just thinking about what it could possibly be about I don't even I believe I just made the logo I'm not even too sure if I had the logo at this point and anyway uh, within the discussion I then asked her just for just to make sure I have um, I was trying to build like a topic base or a topic database that I could draw from just like I was saying before and she and I asked her what was the most interesting thing you learned during your degree and she took a while she she was doing that mm, uh, and eventually she gave me an answer that the most interesting thing she discovered about her degree was the link between the gut and the brain and that was something at that very moment I had a gut feeling that that is definitely something that I want to talk about that is definitely a mind wanderous topic and so lo and behold nearly two years later that is what I'm going to speak to you guys about so today's episode is going to be about the link between the gut and the brain and what is a gut instinct is a gut instinct a a real thing or is this just a chemical process that happens in our body and just going to have a deep dive as to what's actually going on right now especially with this lockdown situation our brains are telling us the chances of us getting coronavirus might not be that high but then our gut is telling us that is probably a bad idea to go outside so today I just wanted to explore that whole area of having a gut instinct also the kind of look at the biological side of the link between the gut and the brain and so yeah that's what we're going to talk about today so we're going to have a short interlude and then I'm going to drop right into it I don't know about you guys, but ever since this lockdown has happened, I have been trying to go to gym, been trying to do some home workouts, but it's not actually coming together. I've been eating quite a lot and I have definitely put on a bit of weight. And we've all heard of that phrase uh, when people say, oh, my stomach has a mind of its own. And when you actually look into it, that's because frankly it does. In biology, a lot of scientists actually refer to your stomach as your second brain. And that's because over years, what we've discovered is that there's a very deep connection between your stomach and your brain. And this system is actually connected by something called the enteric nervous system. And this is uh, think of two layers of nerve cells however you want to imagine it um, between your esophagus all the way to your asshole and so this system of over 100 million nerve cells is quite frankly the most intricate thing after our brain so our stomach is controlling so much and processing so much and doing so much within our bodies it is sometimes referred to as our second brain and this led me on a thought when I was thinking about it um, 
for those of you that believe in God, I always have this question of when we learn more about our bodies, we just find the levels of intricacies that go into making the human work down to the electrons that need to fire in our head down to all these millions of nerve cells within our stomach that I'm referring to. And I sometimes wonder, do you believe God actually made all those intricacies or do you think it's more a sense of organized chaos? So he knows what he wanted to make and he knows what the end result is, but he didn't really know what was actually going to go into all of it if that makes sense it's just a thought because sometimes when you look at how complicated some animals are or how complicated we are just as an individual and it just sometimes it's so crazy to think of how our bodies are so adapted to this point that we have an organ within us that can basically function as as good as our brain effectively anyway i'm going off on the topic but that is something i've definitely thought about just how deeply uh complicated we are as a human body and was that organized chaos it's, it's so weird maybe that's my wonder for the week yeah i think that should be my wonder for the week but going back to stomach so we have all these nerve cells that are in constant communication with our main brain and our main brain of course is actually the organ that's doing all controlling all our actions and making sure that we pick stuff up what we want and taking into consideration things we see and through different outputs but we have over time begun to realize how much of an impact the stomach actually has on our mood how much of an impact the stomach has on stuff like our appetite and how we perceive pain because what scientists have recently discovered is that 90% of a, a neurochemical called serotonin is actually stored in your stomach and it's actually produced in your stomach and this uh, neurochemical for those of you who have listened to the Mind Wanderers podcast since episode to you would know <laughs> i've spoken about serotonin before because it does play a very big part in brain functionality but in episode two i was going through um how social media is actually engineered to keep us entertained and keep us engaged and how it's meant to make us feel certain type of ways and in order to make us feel a certain type of way we have to have certain neurochemicals being transmitted in our bodies that's what we've just come to understand and so i remember i was just taking a wonder about that but yeah, so serotonin, 90% of it is built, is produced and stored within our stomach. And the reason why uh, our stomach actually plays such a big part in how we feel and how we, and how we perceive things is because if your stomach isn't producing as much serotonin as it should have or it's not transmitting enough serotonin via that enteric nervous system to your brain then what will happen is that you may start to feel stuff like depression and anxiety and that's because a lot of uh, serotonin is actually something that makes us feel happy and so if your stomach isn't producing as much and it is responsible for 90 percent of serotonin eventually that's going to have a knock-on effect to how we feel and and a lot of doctors over time have begun to now really look into this link between your gut and your brain and even through my studies I discovered that there's been findings that show there's a link between bacteria within your gut and elements of autism and for someone like myself who has a very intimate knowledge or interaction with people who have autism um, I believe it's a quite 
quite interesting outlook to now discover that there's something other than just brain functionality that may um, actually inhibit social interactions or your ability to interact in social settings which autism tends to play a prevalent part in so uh, all of these things coming together just show that there's very much a deep link between the gut and your brain and all of this is done through that interior nervous system as I mentioned before that's all the science behind the link between the gut and the brain that's also referred to as the gut brain axis um, in all the sciencey fields but again I am not a scientist and like our president I am not a doctor I really like the way he puts it so I'm going to let him say it for me I'm not a doctor, as you possibly have found out. I'm not a doctor, but I'm a person with common sense. <laughs> but yeah, so now this then leads me on to my next wonder when it comes to the link between the gut and the brain. And this is in reference to having that gut feeling, that gut feeling when we know something's wrong, that gut feeling we have before we're about to go down on a roller coaster, that gut feeling we have when we're about to speak to a girl we really like or a boy we really like. And I wanted to really take a wonder into why we get that feeling and this all comes down to human evolution over the years humans have very primal instincts instincts that have helped us throughout the ages stay away from lions because you know lions are going to eat us and make sure that we don't jump in water that we don't know we can safely cross this is just a primal instinct we have and our gut plays a big part in this and with the analysis or the wondering that I've done what happens is that when we get into a situation in which we get the feeling feeling of fear what happens is um, adrenaline is released within your body and blood is diverted to where it's needed which most of the time throughout um, human ages has been to our muscles because we tend to have to run away or we tend to have to fight meaning that we need blood going to our muscles and what happens within this process is that blood is then redirected from our stomach to muscles and so with blood being redirected to our muscles what happens is our stomach isn't able to digest the way it normally is and we all know that our stomach is home to some very very strong acids and if these acids are even just slightly in the wrong ph it can give us a really upset stomach and give us a really like pit feeling in our stomach and so that is why we get that pit feeling when we're in a fearful state or when we're in a state of apprehension it's all down to our natural human processes basically redirecting blood all the way to our muscles and making sure that we're either ready to fight or we're ready to run away so in even though when we first got these reactions they were more necessary in terms of running away from a predator what has happened is because we still have those processes within us naturally when we're presented with a situation that causes the same emotions to be felt we then get the same primal reactions within our body and this is just something that 
has just developed over time so we have these very powerful chemicals which are able to redirect blood and make sure that we're ready for what eventuality may come about and that is what I discovered when I was taking a wonder as to what a gut feeling really is what is the actual science behind a gut feeling but then it then also led me to think what is a gut instinct what is uh when you find those people such as Steve Jobs or um, Michael Jordan who just released his new documentary The Last Dance um, I would recommend it for anyone to watch it's a documentary about Michael Jordan and it goes through his, um, I believe the end years of his basketball career and you just find out how much of a beast Michael Jordan was in the basketball realm he was absolutely crazy he was someone who is just dedicated to winning and it's absolutely nuts so I'd recommend that it's called The Last Dance I there was even a story within there where Jordan was in a gym with all these little kids and the host of the of the like little event they were having said Jordan I bet you um I thought I would buy every single kid in this gym a pair of Jordans if you miss a single shot from at least one area within the court or I believe within the D-line and what happened was that Jordan took every single shot and did not miss a single one that is what you call someone who is just on a different level he did not care that the kids really wanted Jordan he just went in straight in now I'm not gonna miss a single shot so (laughs) I thought that was really cool But yeah, it's that sense of instinct that Michael Jordan had and people always tend to call that a gut instinct, a gut instinct for the game, a gut instinct for cooking, a gut instinct for hunting. Um, All these phrases just refer to something within our gut, which is really, really weird as to why we always associate it with our gut. But I think that is because subconsciously we know the power that our gut plays in our day to day lives and what we can do. But just looking at gut instinct for a little bit I then wanted to take a wonder as to okay a gut feeling is a feeling but what is a gut instinct which is sometimes uh, what people perceive to be someone's uh, ability to see an opportunity someone's ability to see a gap in the market and I did some research and what I realized or not realized what I've come to understand about gut instinct is that humans or our brain is matching up whatever experience we've had in our lives with any new inputs that we're getting so our brain is always doing these calculations as I'm talking now as you're listening to me our brain is doing calculations as to okay what am I going to say next or what are you listening to or what are you doing while you're listening to me talk to you and so our brains is always calculating always trying to make predictions and so what happens is that with the more experience you have with a certain situation the better you'll be at taking new information and placing that or making the right decisions with that new information and that is what they call a gut instinct so it's effectively you being able to take all the experience you have in a situation and that makes you better placed with making the right decision when new information comes and when you think about this within our lives it just goes to show that when you practice with something that's why they say practice makes perfect because what happens is you put yourself you experience a lot more within the game so that whenever you play a new match even if you get someone coming at you from a different angle you still have enough experience to make the right decision to maybe move the ball to the right or move the ball to the left 
or maybe play certain strings or maybe sing notes at certain chords and this is just gut instinct in general it's you being able to use your experiences and your brain which is this powerful predictive machine based off all the experience that it's accumulated and all the new inputs is making rationalized decisions as to what's going to produce the best outcomes based on what you already know so i thought this was a really cool look into gut instinct because it kind of differs from gut feeling gut feeling is more primal and more based on fight or flight and gut instinct is more looking at accumulated experience and then it has like a more analytical feel to it but one further element of this gut instinct that i thought was really cool was the ability as much as it's an analytical thing it can also be looked as as a creative thing once you have enough experience within a certain field you can then start to get creative because you understand what is actually feasible within that field what is actually realistic within that field and then through I guess determination or through sheer will or through um, collaboration you then end up at new creations within the industry or within a specific sport be it a skill or be it a new service so I thought that was a really cool element to add into gut instinct but as much as it's an analytical thing of build more experience make the right make the right predictions using your brain using the experience you have there's also this element of feeding in creativity to open up a new realm of possibilities because you have enough experience within that field so with that being said i now have a little gut feeling it is now time for an interlude I just realized with all this talk about guts and brains, this is either going to sound like a horror podcast or a very, very scientific podcast. One, I am not a big horror fan. Two, I am not a doctor. Play it again. I'm not a doctor, as you possibly have found out. I'm not a doctor, but I'm a person with common sense. (laughs) But I just thought it would be a cool topic to take a wander around and still shout out to that woman that I met on the train almost two years ago. If for whatever reason she maybe hears this one day, I am very thankful for the help you provided on the train journey back with my two very upset sisters. But to round up, I hope you guys have enjoyed this list to wander into gut instincts and gut feelings and the links between the gut and the brain um just a little announcement i have now changed the instagram name from mindwanderers underscore podcast to mw podcast i just thought to shorten it to make sure people don't get tired of trying to find mindwanderers and missing out the s so the new name on instagram is mw podcast and the twitter name is still the same at mind underscore wanderers i'm hoping to get a website up very soon and also look out for the youtube page which is going to have the video version of my last episode with Jide. Um, I recorded it on Zoom. I am now struggling with Adobe Premiere. So bear with me. I'll put that up and you guys can have a look at my face too and not just listen to me. So this has been another episode of the Mind Wanderers podcast. Um, I hope you guys learned a bit about that gut feeling you have or how to hone your gut instincts. Tune into some of the older episodes I've got 
people out there and also send me any feedback you have on the episode i'm always welcoming feedback because that is the only way i'm going to improve so again i appreciate anyone who's listened to this episode hope you guys stay safe stay away from coronavirus as best as you can and i hope to meet you guys for the next episode peace Somebody loves you